everyone. Welcome to Industry Headlines. He's Kevin Kaufman. I'm Fred Weaver, and this is our look at the last seven days or so of industry and mortgage headlines. So, Kevin, we're going to talk a lot about uh, quarter two earnings, uh, you know, April, May, and June 2020 earnings. A lot of companies have come out with their earnings call, so looking forward to that. Uh, the president in the news this week, uh, okay. you know, trying to get in there in housing, trying to help uh, help things move things forward. HUD also trying to help people with low-income housing, and uh, Rocket Mortgage also in the news in the last week going public. I bought some stock, by the way. We'll see if I – probably terrible. You should sell sell whatever you have now. Anytime I buy a stock, it's bad news. But go ahead, Kevin. I can't believe you'd buy stock of a company that's trying to put people out of business. Anyways, um, let's <laughs> – Let's let's jump into it. All right, so let's jump off. Uh, let's let's jump this uh, session off with uh, earnings calls because that was so much of the uh, talk last week in the real estate industry um, with EXP and uh, coming out with some really great results. I think uh, third quarter in a row of positive net net income. Uh, they also announced five new countries and had the most profitable company quarter in the company's history. So some pretty good news coming out of EXP, um, as well as Redfin uh, results came in much better than expected or anticipated. Mm-hmm. Zillow also came in better than anticipated. Um, not so good for Realogy. I think in, uh, I don't have them right in front of me, but I know Remaxes uh, were, were down as well. Uh, not so good. And then KW had, obviously they're not a publicly traded company, but for some reason they had an earnings call and, uh, Gary says, uh, basically, things are looking positive, even though the numbers were down. So quite the uh, roundup there. In yeah. Public. Well, I'll say this since we started talking about stock. If you bought stock in EXPI or if you bought Zillow stock, you know, ZG stock uh, around the end of March or early April, yeah. you're probably pretty happy right about now. Uh, sure. Redfin stock, I think, has done okay, too. But specifically, Zillow stock and EXP stock have... Uh, have gone up quite a bit. I don't know how my KW stock's doing. I can't find it. But um, also, uh, Realogy. I don't know what that stock price looks like, but it's it's been having it's been having some rough goes for a while, anyhow. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I check I check on it every once in a while. It's, it's on my watch list. They're uh, better today than they were 90 days ago, no doubt about it. Um, they've actually come up quite a bit. Um, however, obviously, still not still not looking good. They've got they've got an uphill battle. I think they're going to probably get there. They've got such a big footprint that I don't think people realize because it's spread out over all these different brands. Um, but I, I, you know, plus they've got an amazing leadership team. I think they'll get there eventually, but yeah, it's a, it's an uphill battle for sure. Uh, yeah. that really is facing. Yeah. Well, you went through it pretty quick, but EXP also announced five new countries, France, India, Mexico, Portugal, and South Africa by the end of 2020. Uh, so it'll take uh, EXP's international footprint outside of, I'll just say outside of North America to seven countries. If you want to include Canada in there as well, outside of the U.S., that'd be eight. Um, and, and while I don't know that they're publicly saying it, Kevin, I'm getting the impression that some people inside the EXP feel that EXP's agent count outside of North America could actually be you know, competitive with EXP's North America agent count within the next 12 to 18 months. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch if you've been sitting on the sidelines watching EXP a little bit. Speaking of sitting on the sidelines, President Trump doesn't like sitting on the sidelines. I think he got a little mad at Congress uh, and the House and all this good, all these people that uh, 
basically are, are arguing over what to do. And so he decided to sign some executive orders over the weekend. What do you, what do you know about that, Kevin? Probably far less than I should. <laughs> uh, but I know he effectively went and signed some executive orders, which I think is like the same as being like the king instead of the president where, uh, you know, and obviously I want to be really clear because I'm not pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Like he's just like every president has signed executive orders for different things over, over the years. Uh, we don't have to debate with the merit of those things, but effectively saying, hey, we're going to sign some directives on evictions, unemployment payments, payroll tax deferrals, et cetera, for small businesses. Uh, and, you know, it's caused quite the stir. Uh, some folks, some people who are way more plugged into the political side, things, uh, side of things than I am have said, you know, that it was a smart move on his behalf because now if anybody tries to block it, like, it's an easy story of like you're trying to block people the americans you know american people from getting money in their hands why, why would you do that so kind of a strategically seems like a smart move for him i don't know that it was actually smart but strategically seems like it might play out for him yeah well from a housing standpoint um there's some eviction moratorium language if you will although i gotta be honest a lot of that's handled at the state level so it's more of directives to existing government you know programs and and existing government employees to do certain things, I think, to, to kind of carry that down to the state level. Um, I don't know. I, I, at the end of the day, I guess we'll see how this all plays out. We could sit here and guess on how it'll look, but um, it has to actually play out in real life for me to see what's going on. But it was an interesting piece um, of history, if you will, to see our, our president come in and sign those uh, executive orders specifically around um, you know, trying to help the American people right now. So speaking of helping the American people, the original CARES Act passed yeah. months ago, obviously, Kevin, had some allocation for, for money for, uh, for HUD. Um, and so Ben Carson came out uh, just yesterday, I want to say. The surgeon? A, huh? The surgeon, the former surgeon, right? He's the, the former the, surgeon he's now about, heading okay, up yeah. the uh, okay. yeah, housing and urban I just development. want to make sure it's the same Ben Carson. Same guy. Um, but he came out yesterday and said that uh, HUD is going to allocate $472 million for low-income households. So I went and did some digging trying to figure out what that meant. Uh, apparently, they're, they're going to put some of this money towards um, vouchers, uh, I guess. Uh, so I think okay. from what I can figure out, Kevin, it, it seems like it has to do with like Section 8 type housing might be where you're most familiar with the voucher type piece. So yeah. it's just putting more money into elderly and people that, you know, make a, not enough money in our country to have safe, affordable housing. So I don't know how for, far $472 million really goes. So I'm not the expert on this, but anyway, it was nice to, nice to see that there's some, uh, some money still from the CARES Act going to help people uh, as it relates to housing. Yeah. It's uh, I always wonder, like when I see these programs, like, that, like that headline is great. Like $472 million going to help with low income housing. Like that's important. We need that. Um, and then I always wonder like yeah, how much of that like really gets down to the people that need that help. I, I don't know. Sorry to go off on a tangent there. I'm just something that I always ponder about when I see these uh, types of uh, news briefings and, and headlines and whatnot. But anyways, let's talk about uh, Rocket Mortgage, right? The latest company to go public. So Quicken Loans has taken their uh taken their their game and gone the way of the uh ipo here recently in the last week yeah uh dan gilbert owner of the cleveland cavaliers owner of quicken loans and rocket mortgage decided to take his company public so that was kind of an interesting move uh forbes wrote an article in the last week or so about it because the minute it went public it made him even wealthier he moved up the uh you know wealthy americans list if you will 
but so anyway, kind of interesting move, move. I don't know that I expected that. It wasn't like one of those, um, you know, like Compass, as an example, we always hear like they may go public. I don't know that I ever heard any whisperings about uh, Quicken and Rocket going public. So to me, that kind of came as a surprise. Uh, but also, Kevin, I don't know if you know this, and I didn't put this on our industry headlines for today, but we're going to add it on anyway. I just saw a little notification that Airbnb has come out this morning uh, and announced that they have plans to also go public. So you talk about, uh, you know, companies going public in the housing space. There's been rumors that Keller Williams may go public, although yeah. Gary Keller himself has denied those rumors in the past. Uh, I've heard more rumblings of those. So I don't know. The Airbnb is not a rumor, though. That was a Wall Street Journal article that I happened to read in the last hour. Yeah, well, with the Airbnb thing, like that's that's been the plan for a while. I think um, had we not had the pandemic, uh, you know, and things shut down the way they were, they'd they'd already be public, right? They were on that track. I think the big difference is they would have hit it with a ton of momentum. And now I gotta wonder if this is like a hey, this is probably more of a how do we how do we get the cash to continue to operate type of type of situation, right? Because they've been, you know, it's been well documented. Airbnb has been hurting big time. So interesting to see for sure, um, you know, as more companies decide to go public, you know, back to the, uh, to Quicken slash Rocket Mortgage going public. My hunch, you know, is like, they probably have to in order to be able to compete with the likes of Zillow, right? I don't think people think of them as a Zillow competitor, but they really are, right? They're, they're highly leveraged with technology, they're obviously in front of the consumer on the mortgage side, and maybe not everybody realizes it, but they're also in front of the consumer on the real estate side with their in-house realty uh, brand that that sends out referrals uh, in a big way, like in a ma- like massive volumes. And so my hunch is like this is their this is how they sort of see themselves getting on par with with the company like Zillow, who is still for sure the leading brand. Uh, in our industry and and, yeah. and whatnot. So. And I know there's tons of agents that hate Zillow and you're going to put them down. But at the end of the day, yeah. the consumer recognizes the Zillow brand more more than they do any other brand at this at this point in time. They've got more eyeballs and um, eyeballs matter. Um, look at other companies that have had eyeballs and then yeah. look at what they've done over five and 10 year periods of time. So eyeballs matter. Um, so anyway, interesting stuff going on out there. So that does it for industry headlines today, Kevin. Uh, I got to go take care of my wood paneling over here. People keep commenting on that. Still yeah, can we just like make sure people know? Because we had a lot of texts last week. Like Fred is not, he is not safe. He is, he's not in a bomb shelter. Kathy Bates is not holding him hostage or anything like out in the woods. I don't even know who that is, but I'm sure it's funny. For the, for the people that are at least 40 years old and saw the movie Misery, they know exactly uh, what I haven't what hit 40 years old yet. I'm sorry. All right, and screw you. And that's how we're ending industry headlines this week. We'll see you guys soon. Have, Have a good a great one, everybody. Bye. Action. Oh, hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Join the Kevin and Fred community, part of EXP Realty and partner with us today. You'll get free access to live trainings two or more times a month, live events and in-person masterminds, digital downloads to help you run and scale your business, and much, much more. To learn more and join our community, visit kevinandfred.com slash contact and contact us today.
Not ready to join our community? No problem. Continue enjoying all this great content on our podcast for free.